man, I'll tell you, it's uh, it's super dreary here, uh, Worcester, Massachusetts. Super dreary, cold, overcast. Uh, just, I mean, it is such fall weather here. Um, I love every second of it. It's a bunch of people like, oh man, rain you soak. Yeah, I'm like, yep. I'm gonna put on my I'm gonna put on my bathing suit and go sit up by the pool, man. It's perfect weather. <laughs> I hate I hate shitty weather, man. Shitty weather's the I like best. It when it's bright and sunny. When it's bright and sunny, it gives me it gives me so much energy. And uh, yeah, it makes me feel great, man. But you know what else gives me tons of energy? It makes me feel great, Brian. Prozac. No, PSVR Games Cast Live. Oh, well. and all the cats in the chat. Mm-hmm. Can we? Then maybe we should start this show. <laughs> maybe we should. Go ahead. This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and thank God it's Friday. My name is Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole, and my heavy metal partner in crime is AJ from PSVR Underground. PSVR Underground. What is up, Brian? What is up, Gamecats? Happy Friday, TGIF. Man, you know, I love it when I tell you a great headline. And you do the complete opposite, Brian. Makes me so excited, but not. But I am excited. Oh, oh good. Because tell, we have good. Tell the tell so the cats. Much. Tell the cats out there what you wanted the headline to be. We're we're going to be talking about some mm-hmm. Gran Turismo Seven, baby. Gran Turismo some next Seven and PSVR. You mean we're some? You mean some some non news? Some non news? Oh oh. Well, somebody. If you didn't do your homework, maybe. Ooh. Let's just wait and find out. Hold on. Let me let me get to work. I can make this way more clickbaity. One second. Hold on. Give everyone give 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 Brian a second to go Ga- read. Games, games, games is gonna fucking forward. love this shit. Hold on. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, updated thumbnail on the way. Uh, nice. <laughs> guys, uh, real quick. Uh, obviously, we do this on YouTube. If you didn't know already, uh, then uh, this is up on Spotify. It's up on uh, Apple Podcasts and a bunch of other streaming services. So make sure you go check that out. If you're not interested in staring at our faces, although I can't imagine why you wouldn't want that. Whoa. Did you see that? Dude, yeah. Tornado's out of her mind today. She is all over the place. Uh, but before we begin the show, I want to make sure we give a shout out to Professor Lilith, who started the show off with a $5 tip. Says, Sunday multiplayer is Wipeout for September 26th at 2 p.m. Eastern. The poll for October 3rd goes up Monday, September 20th. Thanks to all the Game Cats who took over while I was sick. Thank you, Professor Lilith, for uh, making sure this, is, this all goes down without a hitch. And thank you to Game Cats. I hope Professor Lilith out. We also have a two fifty, uh, two and a half quid. That's how you say that. Uh, all you are is history. The game shrimp, who wrote, "R.I.P. Tubbs, gone but never forgotten." Tubbs is the fat cat in uh, Neko Atsume. Uh, it didn't. It didn't end well. Poor Tubbs. Uh, <laughs> R.I.P. Twenty twenty one to twenty twenty one. We also get Jamie out with a two dollar tip. That says AJ, talk about Grand Turismo Seven. Don't worry, we're going to let him talk about Gran Turismo 7. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We're going to get on it. He's going to talk about all the non-news that came out. We also got Seabass Plays with the Canadian $2 tip. Says, make sure to check Test Drive Unlimited Solar Crown. Those are a lot of words I don't, I'm not familiar with. I haven't played a Test Drive game since Test Drive 3 on PC like 20, yeah. 30 years ago. Yeah, I was thinking like 97, 98 is the last time I played a test drive. It's been a while, but thanks, Steve. It's good to see you, man. It's been a while since I've seen your name around here. Um, <clears throat> all right. 
Make sure you join our Discord. That's the housekeeping. Join the Discord. Links in the description. That's where these conversations happen 24-7. And speaking of these conversations, and all the awesome cats that, that hang out with us, including the cats down below. Did you just dab? Was that a dab you no, just did? I got a burp, man. I, burp. I try not to do it into the microphone. <laughs> uh, guys, if your name's not on that Patreon list down below, uh, patreon.com slash withoutprogames, uh, these are the people keeping the channel running, obviously along with all the people who are watching the channel, watching advertisements, and, of course, donating during the show. But those aren't the only people we want to thank. AJ, are they? No, man, it's Friday, so it is time to shine the spotlight on you out there. Oh, up there. Who, yeah. who changed your name to something GameCat related, something GameCat adjacent, as you and something GameCat adjacent would like to say. And this week, we have two new GameCats to welcome to the GameCat Dojo. Starting with Drippy the GameCat. Drippy's. Uh, oh, hold on. Where's the ding? There was a ding. There was, there was a ding too early, but there's Drippy. Uh, who's is, who, Drippy's a, a comic book character or something, right? Who's Drippy? Is that, is that something? That's a question for Drippy, man. Uh, I don't know. Drippy? We've also got Where are you, Drippy? Mad Tell us the Max. answer. Mad Max, the Hellsweeper VR game cat witness. Bing. Hell yeah, man. Mad Max changed his name a couple of times. He's a loving Hellsweeper over there, though. Uh, I can't wait I... for that to be a PSVR 2 title. Yes. I am very much looking forward to that. Devil May Cry is one of my favorite franchises ever. And, uh, yeah, I'm super excited to get my hands on that one. I'm also a big fan of Sirento. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Mixed Realms is, uh, looks like they're going to make another great Sirento-style game. We got Bell Ramy of the GameCat in the chat with the two Euros saying, you need more tips. Thank you. I appreciate that. I uh, appreciate you giving us another tip. Jamie out with the $2 tip says, I'm with AJ. Gran Turismo 7, PSVR 2 should be the title. Okay. Well, that's that's very interesting. I can't I can't wait to talk about it for five <laughs> minutes later in the show. All right, here let's uh, let's clear the screen to some of these cats here, and we'll get this show on the road, man. Brian hates anything that isn't Neku Atsume. Okay, if it doesn't have cats, he doesn't want to dedicate any time to it. That's, How can you blame the guy? That's true, man. That is actually pretty true. But I, <laughs> I also just really hate clickbait. <laughs> like I do my absolute best <laughs> not to support clickbait even though we're on youtube i feel like clickbait is the only way to survive what are you gonna do aj we have a metric ton of news to talk about today but i do have to say before we even get started um have you, did you check have you seen the trophy list since the playstation 5 updated uh no but i did get that update installed because there were supposed to be like a bunch of new features a bunch of new ui things and and really they they cleaned up a little bit of it but like they talk about, oh, you can customize your dashboard, all this stuff. Nah, not really. It's like basically the same. Um, like maybe they like the only thing I've really noticed is that they've eliminated like one extra options you have to like navigate through to be able to like send screenshots or or messages to people. But um, yeah, I even, no, I, I wasn't really. I didn't mess with it. Wasn't really impressed. But I, I keep checking trophy lists uh, because I'm about to platinum uh, Swordsman VR. I'm about to platinum. I will be platinum eventually in Echo Atsume. Um, but, uh, but now they look more like PlayStation 4 trophy lists. They're no longer across the bottom uh, in those tiles. They're now vertical, just like they were on PlayStation 4. And they're so much easier to read. Uh, all the information you need is right there. It's very, very convenient. Uh, and so I'm loving trophy lists again on PlayStation 5. So that was a much-needed update. Thank God we got that one. Uh, Nihilus Ryan, the game feline with $5 tips. Says somebody say something about needing more tips? Heart. Oh, Thank you so much, I love Nihilus saying Ryan. his name like this, dude. Nihilus Ryan, the game feline. 
so evil. Uh, now yes. Alright. It sounds metal. It sounds like a, a, a metal singer or something. So, or something, for sure. <laughs> Alright. Alright, dude. Let, let's kick the show off, man. we got a lot to talk about. What's our first news story? Our first news story because, oh man, and by the way, let me just say again, I am super excited. This is a jam-packed show. We have a lot to go over, but we're going to kick things off with the top 10 most down that have VR like modes that were added later like no man's sky it doesn't include stuff like that uh or resident evil 7 doesn't include stuff like that but and also doesn't include physical copies sold but at number 10 making its way back onto the top 10 downloads is batman arkham vr must have been because of that sale right i mean there, that that had to have been part of that uh it, it's it's a great jumping off point man for 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 psvr players but it's just it's it is a little shocking to see it on the list. Uh, yeah, uh, an oldie but a goodie, right? I mean, this thing. If I still think, by the way, I still think we're gonna get a uh, full fledged uh, Batman game on PSVR two, which which you know they kind of like teased that back in the day, wasn't there? Supposed to be a follow up to that demo. Uh, I thought I remember, and then they never did. So Which demo? maybe it's been in production for the the bat. Well, not a demo. Sorry, uh, the uh, Batman Arkham VR. Um, oh. I remember around that time, I thought there was like rumors or something about them potentially making a, or they had maybe said something hinted at it. But hmm. so I still believe, I still believe it'll happen. I want a real game because that Gotham City is absolutely gorgeous yeah. and really cool. Yeah, I could see that um, being. I could see that being uh, very much a, a hybrid game. Yeah, this is yep. again when when the hybrid games are going to be the uh, the lifeblood of uh, third party games on PlayStation VR two, I think. And so I could totally see that being the case. Be like, hey man, give us a first person mode. All right, sweet. Let's use the orbs. Real quick At before we get nine, to the next one, we get Scott Jesco, PSN Harry Pella, PSVR game cap for life with the uh, four and a half euros. Says pizza slice from the front line. Watching, I'll watch in eight hours when I get home from another night shift. But it's my weekend off, so it's VR all weekend. Yay. Hashtag higher AJ. Thank you so much, Future Pass Scott Jessico. We also got Mad Max, the Hellsweeper VR GameCat. Uh, speak of the devil with the $5 tip. Says dreepy, drippy equals swaggy. The SSD update working perfectly. Uh, the nice. tracking trophies, the tracking trophies, so much easier now. Uh, plus more tips, more tips train. Hashtag witness, hashtag higher AJ, hashtag Mad Max Gessos. Whoa. <laughs> yes. I, don't, I, don't, I, I, may, I may have to uh, rescind your tip, man. Uh, I'm so sorry. Thank I, you I, very much. I love his passion, man. He's such a passionate being. I love it. Keep it up, Mad Max. We also got to see more spooky game cats with the $2 tip. Says this isn't a tip. It's for the hash, It's for the higher AJ fund. Hashtag higher AJ. And out in full force. It's fucking How did amazing. you miss his name? See more spooky cats. Game cats. Dude, hashtag, oh, hashtag GameCats in the comments. It, because, oh, that's dude, right. I, I don't, if, if it doesn't show up when I search for it, I can't <laughs> do it, man. It's like I, I've seen two already during this show that I'm like, yeah, that would have been perfect. Next week's hashtag, show, we'll give you a shout out if you put hashtag GameCat in the comments of a video somewhere. Not here. Maybe, maybe he was waiting for, maybe he was waiting for, how, uh, for October. That would be perfect. Kick off, kick off the month. That would hashtag be GameCat. That's all you got to put. All right, guys. Number nine. We've oh, got Roy number nine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Creed Rise to Glory. Yeah, good the game. Boxing game by Servios. Good game, but it's sold on name recognition. Yes. Uh, yes, but still pretty cool. Also goes on sale for quite uh, quite often. Mm -hmm. At number eight, here we go. Now we're talking The Walking Dead 
Saints, and Sinners. Still wish it was at number one, Yep. but happy to see a game that we hold to such high regard uh, in the top ten. That's where it needs to be every single month. Yep. Agreed. Uh, at number seven, we've got Swordsman VR, another one that continues to make the top ten list. Makes me super happy to see this because I love Swordsman, and we're also going to be talking more about Swordsman here in just a little bit. Mm. Some awesome stuff going on here. Keep it going. At Keep number it going. six, yeah. <laughs> at number six, we've got Gorn. The other, it's like Swordsman covered in rubber. Um, actually, I played some uh, Gorn on the last Saturday stream, and I had an absolute blast, man. That game really is awesome. Uh, it's It, it kind of bothers me how it has, like, perfect physics and then just coats everything in bouncy rubber. Um, but still, you fun got me, game. You got me thinking. It's like Swordsman covered in rubber. I like I saw when I was playing Swordsman today. I saw on the uh, on the on the web in the weapon store, the blacksmith area, that there was a you know an optional screen that like hasn't been activated yet about character skins. Hey, hey, Alec, if you're out there, we need a swordsman covered in rubber, <laughs> latex, something, man, maybe with a dog face. I don't know, something, something that's something that's sexy. At number five, super hot. Oh, nice. Super. Hot, yes. As as for the course, as usual, still there. Selling despite um, but, the controversy, I like it. Yeah, I don't think there was much controversy. You know, just a couple people uh, lashing out, and but but anyways, you know, I st- still a well deserved thing. No matter how many times this game makes the top ten, I will be okay with that because Super Hot's a fantastic game. So, but what's not a fantastic game, in my opinion, <laughs> is Rick and Morty Virtual Rickality. Um, at number four, yeah, sold on name recognition. This is it's it's ridiculous. It's it's a less fun, less good job simulator. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, Rick and Morty fan, and didn't really enjoy it. But it needs like uh, ten number- times more content, man. It's like just they need like DLC and shit for that. I, I thought it was okay, but like it didn't get anywhere. Anyway, yeah. Um, uh, at number three, we've got the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim VR. That's right where it needs to be. That's keep, cool with that. I w- that's another one that I think should have been like always top ten. Yeah, people keep rebuying Skyrim on every platform. Like that belongs there. It's like if you're going to rebuy Skyrim on every platform, this is the one you should have. Yes. Uh, at number two, we've got Job Simulator. There it is. Shock there. Yep. Yep. Job Simulator. And then finally, at number one, of course again mm-hmm. beat saber <laughs> again right where it belongs like this is if you pick up a psvr headset and you are like what what's the first thing i should buy beat saber should right be there on the top of your list somewhere uh so a lot of this makes sense for first time psvr owners uh there is a problem though if the top if if the sales are reflecting new psvr gamers only that means that means a lot of the new games are not going to see, see this list ever right or until they go on sale in, in a year or so uh it's yeah. it's a problem it's definitely a problem if these sales are reflecting first time psbr gamers it's like where where have all the gamers gone because there should be millions and millions and millions of people out there playing their psvr headset that own these games already and so in and, and so making arashi hit the list and blair witch hit the list uh, i know this is august so like that uh so yeah what did we have we had a huge august we had uh what arashi blair witch Fracked synth writers, right? Uh, but if, there, you did, but if you didn't come out at the very, very beginning of the month, you might not hit the. 
sales charge, what I'm saying. So maybe we'll see some of that infiltrate next month, but I don't I don't get yeah, the feeling that we like will. Pre-orders. These lists are always no. the same. Yeah, and I blame honestly, uh that's really disheartening to me. Like like I like nothing against the games that are on this list. I like a lot of them. Um, but you know, there are some, like you said, that are usually typically purchased by new like like kind of like newcomers to VR. Yeah. Um and it sucks that uh you know even like sniper elite made the last top uh 10 at number three but then now has disappeared again and um you know i just i really i hate to call sony out but i really blame their crappy marketing this is what i said was gonna happen i said look if you want people to actually buy these games you have to do something more than a stupid little blog post and you know i mean as great as the sentiment was um, I know they like meant to to like kind of like show these games like in a in a prideful way, but no, it is not effective. Their marketing sucks for VR mm-hmm. for P- PSVR. People think PSVR is dead in many ways, and I and I don't blame them for, because their marketing sucks. And I hope this isn't something that we see next uh next gen i don't think it's gonna be but man if they do then then that's gonna be really bad it just it makes me so mad that these games that a lot of deserving games came out and uh and you know did all these newer implemented features that we want like move support and and you know immersive features and all these things and it wasn't enough uh meanwhile you know other platforms can have just whatever and and do really well because the platform is being supported and and uh, you know for me I'm I'm putting this one on Sony. Yeah, I agree with you that Sony's marketing sucks, but there's no way in hell I believe that's why these games aren't selling. Uh, I don't think that uh, I don't think these games aren't selling because people don't know about them. I think a good majority of the population has put down their PSVR headset, picked up a Quest, or are playing flat screen games, and they just kind of don't care right now. Because, like, P- again, PSVR right now, I think, is being held up by people who just bought it this year or people who bought it recently. And so that's why these top sales charts reflect new PlayStation VR owners, what they're buying. That's why Beat Saber's on the list, Job Simulator's on the list. That's otherwise, otherwise, we would be seeing these other games. I don't think that current PlayStation VR gamers, people who have been playing for years, aren't aware of these games out there. I, don't, I, I think they're very aware. And they're just like, eh, I'm waiting for PSVR 2. I think it's just over, yeah. man. And I don't think any amount of marketing can bring this can this bring this headset back from uh, from life support. You know, it's like it's, it's doing great. And there's a lot of great stuff happening on PlayStation VR 1 for people who own it already and are paying attention and care and want to keep playing it. But... It's it's too little, too late at this point. Like you said, Sony's marketing kind of sucks, and, uh, and 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 Facebook has convinced everyone that Quest Two is far superior, superior, even though yep. it's like running on a PS3. It, so I mean, you know, there's there's just no way around it, and I and I actually think that Sony's doing the smart thing by spending money on you know getting some games out there for PlayStation VR One gamers instead of marketing, and uh, and they're saving their marketing money for PlayStation VR Two. It, save your money for the the headset that's that has a chance. Well, well, I don't know, man. I I think that there's uh, you know, there's still some life in this headset, and I think it's better. I agree, and I think it's better than the public perception. Uh, also it, agree, it shown, you know, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's all that I asked for. I don't say I don't think it needs the the front and center, but it needs uh, a little bit more. I've had problems with their marketing with PSVR since like almost day one. Yeah. I mean, I've I've always had so it's not like oh, they're just giving up now. No, I'm talking about 
from from the beginning i've had tons of issues with their marketing and uh and i feel like you know this whole spotlight thing that they just had uh it was nothing really it didn't it didn't really do much um so i don't know um before I we just, move I on just, sorry go ahead yeah. No, you're fine. Go ahead. All right, before we move on, uh, I want to make sure we've got the, the, all the other tips that came in. We've got Bargelsoft with the five quid saying, is it fun to get AJ higher? I mean, we can certainly work on that. <laughs> What's uh, up, Bargle? Uh, AGT Jack Bauer says, I don't think it's Sony. The developer needs to push the games. True. I mean, developers true. need to market their games as well, but I have a feeling that sometimes the marketing it rights are like held by Sony. So sometimes yeah. um, they can be, it's, it's happened all throughout the years. Um, and so not every single one, you can just blame them when they can't even promote their own game because Sony says, no, give it to us. We'll take care of it. And then they don't do anything for them. So it's, it's not just one thing, but yeah. Um, hopefully this is a th- something we see change in the future. Um, but Congratulations to those that made the top 10. <laughs> Big time. Donatello, the scientist game cat with the $10 tip says, do you believe this list reflects reflects big franchise games, games from sales, or is this list progressive? It's weird that games this li- games this year are not more represented on this list. Big franchise games. I, I would say most of these games are on there, again, because of first-time VR, PSVR owners. They picked up and they bought a bunch. You remember when we bought our PSVR headsets at the beginning? Everyone bought, like, 20 games. They bought, like, everything you get your hands on. It's like that's – these are the these yeah. are the first games people are going to when they pick up a PSVR headset now. And I think that's where this most of this list comes from. Um, yeah, the games this year yeah. are not represented because they haven't been on sale. And I do think that if you picked up a PSVR headset in the last month, you probably looked at the sale list and were like, oh, wait, what are all the must-haves from the sale? So I think that's a big part yep. of it, yeah. Yeah, our uh, our sh- channels and and our community is growing and getting stronger every day, which is great. But outside of our community, everything is like dwindling to nothing. I mean, uh, these commu- these PSVR communities on on like Reset Era are almost gone. Uh, the even the subreddit for PSVR is the lowest I've ever seen it. It's like 300 people online. And I'm like, what the hell, guys? Like, I'm so like, sad and- about about the subreddit. Oh, no, not the <laughs> yeah. subreddit. Oh, God. Oh, anything but Reddit. Okay. Hey, man, Fuck you know, Reddit. I want I want to be communities, PSVR communities everywhere. I, yeah. You know, I, I do I'm happy that, that we're leading the charge. But, but I want – I would like really strong PSVR communities all over the place. And, I totally agree um, with you. You know. Uh, it's only going to benefit this. But anyways, uh, got moving on. Matthias oh, Barbosa with the $2 tip. It says, I appreciate you guys. We appreciate you too, Matthias. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, Matthias. All right. Um, I saw I saw Sin. Uh, Sin's here. Alex here in the chat. Did you hear the thing about the latex? Get on that, man. All right. All right. Dude, let's talk about some news. Speaking, um, of, speaking of Alex Sin, <laughs> I just looked at the run of show. I was like, oh, by the way. <laughs> yeah, actually, that is uh, so right before there's been so much news that broke right before Gamescast that mm. we had to I it was like scrambling to get to. Um, but yeah, the uh, somebody pinged me um, in the discord and they said, hey, you're going to check out the swordsman update. And I was like, oh, shit, we got something else that popped up. Um and yeah, the Swordsman Advanced Weapon Handling Update is now live. And Brian, you and I both got to check it out for a split second. But there's more. But I want to hear your first impressions first. 
Uh, my first impressions are great. Uh, I really, I really enjoyed this. I, I loved. I feel I feel like it's been a while since I played Swordsman. Maybe I didn't play the last update or the last two updates or whatever it was, but I jumped into this one and man, everything felt good. The physics felt better than they've ever felt before. Uh, yes, and, and so I don't I don't that know was, like. So let's start there. Let's start there real okay. quick. That was the first thing I noticed before I actually I jumped in and started playing. And yes, you can you can hold the swords in like all these goofy ways. But as I was fighting, like. I actually was like um, was sword fighting, and I was like, "This feels cleaner." Like, mm. like usually, I've always praised um, swordsman's physics. I think they're some of the best, uh, just brutal melee combat physics that we have on PSVR and really interactive. And I noticed they were super clean, uh, a lot cleaner. And then I went to the patch notes, and sure enough, it said improved like physics and hit detection. Uh -huh. And okay. that's that's so that was part of the update. That's excellent to hear. Yeah, everything just felt good. It felt, it felt, everything just felt like it worked the way that it was supposed to. I didn't see any goofiness. Uh, and yeah, man, like the second the second I picked up a sword, uh, obviously I'm testing out the new things in the update. So I, my 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 first mission was to was to toss the thing up in the air and then catch it by its blade, which I can't imagine is the safest thing to do in real life. And then just use that and just bash people over the head yeah. with the hilt. And that was so much fun, man. I was having a blast doing that. And that's pretty much all I did for about ten minutes. <laughs> Until I saw that there was a mod for the Cursed Axe uh, where you could turn off the curse of the Cursed Axe. Yeah. I was like, I fucking love the Cursed Axe except for the curse part. So I went and equipped that. I went in uh, to the arena and just started, like, uh, you know, killing dudes with it. And my favorite part was that, yeah, of course, you know, you, I, I, I jab it into somebody's skull. And then I was like, oh, dude, dude won't come out of it, right? And then there's another guy over here. So I'm shaking the axe like this trying to get, to get the dude to get fall out of the axe and then i'm punching this other dude and grabbing him and pushing it i'm like wait a minute yeah. this is a full-fledged fighting game now like they've really all of these small little updates have finally come together for me and been like you can do anything <laughs> like everything just works so well now yeah it's and i noticed especially um there was two things physics wise that i thought worked a lot better one was like cutting off their heads uh it like it felt just a little bit more precise when doing it versus just like kind of swinging in the in the vicinity and their head goes flying off um and the other thing was like knocking out of uh knocking out their weapons from their hands it's like a lot easier to do that now um as well and then there was one more thing of course uh well there's actually another thing but in terms of like uh physics and all that um the axes they now stick into people uh pretty good too yeah uh it's it's nice like you 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 stab them in the head and and then they they come with it and then you yank it out um and it felt it felt like maybe you could use a little tweaking to it but for the most part it, it felt really good yeah no absolutely absolutely uh guys just before before we continue here i just want to make sure we knock out a couple tips before we get too far away from them and the first one comes to us from tax refund the decalogue did I get that right? Without thinking about it, the decalogue defines yeah, right and wrong game cat. You see, tax refund <laughs> taught me something. $5 tip says, when you say give us a dollar or more, is AJ entitled to 50%? Hashtag split the tips. Who's watching the double everything books? Hashtag love thy neighbor as thyself. Wow. Uh, let, yeah. let me answer that, Brian. Let me answer that. N no. These tips for this show go to without parole. And right. I am aware of that. And, and I want you to keep donating because this is the mothership man this is the lifeblood of everything if you want to support me directly 
you are more than welcome to come to my channel, PSVR Underground, uh, and, and support me there uh, with with donations. Um, or, or I have a Patreon, yep. yeah, that you can come to, and and I will will do that. But no, I am here because I want to be here supporting the cause, supporting the movement, because I believe in what we're doing. So right. I really love you guys for your support. Um, but but yeah, that's. This is this is all towards without parole, and, and, and to clarify, and that's the way we want it to be. To clarify, when we get to a certain amount on Patreon, then that's when that's when we're like, oh, there's enough money here for for me to hire AJ and split the Patreon money with him, and then we figure the tip shit out, you know, at, at that point. Uh, but right now, yeah, no, this is very two very separate entities, and once Patreon gets to a certain amount, and we can both take a salary from that. Then absolutely, man. It's and it's going to be, it's going to be crazy. We are building and it's this be thing. Awesome. We, yeah, we are building this thing with your guys's help. So you know, can just appreciate the support, and we're, we're going to keep working hard for you guys. Since Studio with the uh, Canadian ten dollar tip says you guys are awesome. If you like this one, the November slash December update is going to blow your socks off. That's what we love hearing, Alec. Thank you so much for the donation. Hell yeah. Um, speaking of which, Brian, yeah, we'll go ahead. Well, I was actually going to bring up exactly what you're going to bring up. So take it away. The Easter egg? Yeah, that's right. Alec is doing some Ready Player One shit with this update because uh, after I jumped out, so we had like no time, and we and I jumped into the I jumped in the game. I I got them fiddle around for a little bit. There was also like advanced uh, chronokinesis, but that's for another day. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I went to Twitter and I saw that he posted about it, and then he said at the very bottom of his thread, Easter egg. And he says, the update features an Easter egg teasing an upcoming gameplay mechanic. Mm-hmm. It can be found in the arena map. Let us know if you find it. This Easter egg is a prototype and is not representative of the final product. So he's in the chat teasing about some, what do you say, November, December, November, December update. update yep. Now, as when I saw this, it was like... 20 minutes ago and i was like shit okay i gotta jump back in again i fired up my psvr jump back in i played the arena did you brian i didn't find, to find the easter egg i didn't find the easter egg because i didn't spend enough time with it and i didn't see the easter egg mention until after i was done playing so i wasn't even on the lookout for it uh so i am did you did you well so again, like I it like channeled my my inner Ready Player One. <laughs> I was right. just like, we gotta go find the Easter egg. Um, and uh, I found some things that I thought I noticed, but I don't know. I don't know if I found it or not. Maybe he can let me know if this is it. I don't think I did. But what I did notice mm. was that um, there was two different things. Number one, it looked like there was barrels in the arena, and I went up to the barrel. And like I actually picked one up oh, and was okay. able to like pick it up and move it and throw it. I didn't notice. And, this. Uh, this is amazing. Yeah, and I tried to I tried to break them open and it, and it wouldn't work. Um, like I said, I was really limited on time, but but that was the first thing I saw. The other thing I saw, which I don't know if was in there before, was uh, was like it looked like some buildings in the background, and I don't know if those were always there. If I just happened to miss those before, like so those were either additional. Decor like just decorative background stuff, um, but it looked like some buildings or a town was in the background, and so those were the only two things that I really had time that I thought I noticed. And so like I was like I don't know, uh, you know, looking at those buildings and towns, I was like maybe there's gonna be like towns or levels or something. I have no idea, but no idea, no idea. But that's uh, I, I'm kind of glad we don't know because I don't want to yeah. be out here being like, hey, we found the Easter egg. <laughs> You know, so yeah. uh, very, you know, I, I think I think barrels would be great. I think 
items in the environment to use instead of uh, instead of weapons. And to be able to pick something up and just like throw it like Donkey Kong at a bunch of enemies would be amazing. Just roll them down. Yeah, it'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah. I was I was definitely thinking Donkey Kong when I was. Uh, um, yeah, barrels, Donkey Kong Easter egg. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I really don't know. But he's gonna he's gonna turn Swordsman into a platformer. But that but yeah, man, ready. Ready player game cats, man. Get in there over the weekend and see if you can find the cigar Easter egg and and help us figure it out, man. Let's see what we uh, what we do. A town hub, maybe. Says Seymour. I don't know. I would love let's, a let's town talk. hub. Uh, I just yeah. want, I just want I want exploration in a game that doesn't warrant exploration. Like when I was when I was playing the uh, the horde map, the the zombie horde map. I wanted to find things in that map. I wanted to pick up a potion and drink it down and like refill my life. I wanted to open treasure chests and find shit. Like it's not a game about exploration, but man, do I ever want exploration in this game? Yeah. Um, but anyways, so that's it for the update. It is out now. Go play it. Go see if you can find that Easter egg. And yep. and and uh, there's a swordsman thread in our Discord. Make sure you join our Discord and um, check it all out, man. Let's let's we can, we'll find it together. Absolutely. Can we make J- Jay Meow happy now? We can make Jay Meow happy now. Well, we'll try our fucking best, <laughs> I guess. We'll see what happens. Because. All right, and we're back. Whew. Okay. So, All right. So who's uh, there was an interview with who now? <laughs> there's an interview with Kazunori uh, Yamauchi, the head of Gran Turismo franchise. And uh, it's uh, from Eurogamer, an interview with Martin Robinson, the deputy editor over there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we're big fans of actually Eurogamer, especially, uh, what's his name? Ian, Ian Higton, uh, man. Dude. Ian's yes, always dude. makes an appearance. Yes, always makes an appearance on our uh, award show. and uh, But this spotlight today is, is about Martin Robinson and his interview. They call it the big Gran Turismo 7 interview. Um, so let's get the, the most important thing out of the way first. And uh, he was asked about VR. And um, he says, one last question regarding some of the finer details. Are you going to implement VR across the board this time as opposed to the limited cases available in Gran Turismo Sport? And uh, Kazunori Mauchi uh, responded and said, So regarding PSVR, we're not at a state where we can talk about it yet. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Yet. So, Brian, did he just kind of like, I mean, look, I already know uh, with with deepest of my heart fibers that that Gran Turismo 7 is going to get VR support, uh, most likely on the next generation headset. Uh, but he's never said any comment other than, you know, he's, he said some things in the past saying like, you know, the biggest change that is going to happen to, to this game moving forward in the future is going to be VR. And that's the biggest effect that PS five is going to have on the game. Um, and, uh, but yeah, did he just kind of like unofficially say that it's, that it's, Yes, happening, but he can't talk about it yet because PSVR 2 is not announced. I mean, PSVR 2 is announced, right? Well, yes. And so... Sort of? I mean, the controllers were revealed, and they said there'll be more information throughout the course of the year. I mean, they said it's <laughs> happening, so it's been announced, like, officially. So, so yes, it's, it's, it's announced. Uh, I, think, I think the reason he said yet is because of this rumored December event. I don't think I don't think Sony wants Polyphony talking about PSVR two at all because if this rumored PSVR two event on in December turns out to be true, then I get a guarantee Gran Turismo seven is gonna be one of the 
uh, spotlighted titles there, and they're going to go, and look how amazing Grant Tur- And so th- this would, asking this guy and getting an answer in an interview would definitely deflate some of that because they Sony wants to make such an impact with PlayStation VR 2. Show off the headset, show how amazing games are, and this guy's saying, oh, yeah, it'll have PSVR 2 support. It deflates a little bit of that, I think. What do you think? Well, I definitely think between somewhere between December to February is when we're going to get our big uh, showcase event with the headset reveal with all the games. And once that happens, I feel like they're going to um, kind of the floodgates will be open and people will be able to uh, announce their games with alongside Sony or independently and talk about it a little bit more freely. But I don't think until the headset's shown, I think there's a lot still being kept under wraps, and there's a lot of people that can't talk about anything yet yeah. um, for those two reasons. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, I mean, I mean is, we don't have any doubt that this will have PlayStation VR 2 support. Gran Turismo uh, Sport had good PlayStation VR 1 support, eventually kept growing and growing and being a being its own thing uh but but it it's never... a strong word <laughs> yeah i mean how many how many hours did you put into it um i think about 15 that's that's good enough <laughs> like and by good yeah. enough i mean it wasn't good enough we wanted the whole campaign in vr yeah. we wanted every single mode in vr so it wasn't good enough but it's you know to, to say hey you know if you're playing playing this game anyway this is a pretty f- cool mode it looked amazing uh played amazing so but yeah so uh the fact that it had it in there and there were interviews with him earlier on saying, you know, we, we would have liked to do more. But it was really he, he went on a record saying that uh, they couldn't do it because of the OG PS4, which is crazy for that word to get out of, of anyone related to Sony. Like, I, I don't I bet Sony wasn't very happy with that statement. Right. So right. I, now, they were definitely limited in what they were able to accomplish with the PS4 hardware, not the PSVR headset but the PS4 hardware, because it, the way it was, uh, it, you know, it had to be able to render the, the, the um, picture twice. Right. And, you know, we might, we're likely going to have a completely different system with PSVR 2. It might not be this, um, be the similar thing where it has to produce it twice. Yeah. Or, or will it? I, I don't know, man. I don't know. But I mean, I feel 100% confident this will be PlayStation VR 2. The question, I think, more than anything else is, uh, since since this will be a cross-platform game, it will be on PlayStation 4, do you think there will be a PSVR 1, even a mode? Like, I mean, I don't expect it to be more than what Gran Turismo Sport had, but do you even expect to get that much on PSVR yeah, 1? Yeah, I saw, I saw old Darth asking that, will GT7 have any PSVR 1 support? That's an interesting question, he says. But And, and I thought about this, too. Uh, I'm going to have to say no, though. Um, maybe at best a limited mode like GT Sport had. Yeah. Um, but but I really don't think so. I think this is going to be a next-gen VR title. Otherwise, I feel like we would have heard more about a PSVR 1 uh, version by now. If that was a thing, I feel like we would have heard it heard about it already. But um, but no, they're, they're saving that for PSVR 2. And that's really what their focus is going to be on. It's going to be about selling PSVR 2 headsets. And I think this is a huge headset seller. Um, shit, it is for me. You know, even if I wasn't already really invested, <laughs> right. uh, it, it would already be a, um, a headset seller for me for sure. 
Yeah, I, I've I've already said a bunch of times that this will be the first time I buy. Uh, I mean, I've had wheels before, but I want to go like super pro with that. I want it to be the best wheel on the market. I want to be able to get the whole like like uh, roll cage type thing where you sit inside of it with the with the driver's seat and and get the pedals right where they're supposed to be. I want to, I want this to be right next to my couch or just take the place of my couch because uh, <laughs> I'm definitely out of room around here. Uh, and so I'm going to spend a lot of time playing the campaign of Gran Turismo Seven in VR. Very. Very excited for this. Um, yes. And as far as as far as the PlayStation Four PSVR One thing goes, I think they're going to use the same game engine that Gran Turismo Sport used. They're not going to create a new game engine for a PlayStation Four title when the one they have works great. So I I would expect maybe a similar PlayStation VR One mode in in, the, in, Gran, in Gran Turismo Seven on PS Four, but then at full thing. Yeah, at best. At yeah, it could be it could um, be a PlayStation VR Two uh, selling point to say. You know, we couldn't do it over here on PlayStation 4. Come play the entire thing on PlayStation 5 and VR. In their defense, they st- only stopped supporting Gran Turismo Sport like a couple months ago or something. Like they were updating it constantly. And, and I was checking it out. They were adding new levels. There's a ton of maps, uh, a bunch of cars, and every DLC, the cars worked uh, in VR. So, but before we move on to the next thing, though, there's a couple more tidbits from this interview that I want to touch on because, again, I'm going to go ahead and mention these because I fully believe Gran Turismo 7 is going to be a PSVR 2 title, maybe a potential launch title. Yeah, um, and uh, one thing is uh, it is online only for the most part. Anything that requires a save, um, he mentioned in the interview, uh, will require an online only thing because it's to prevent cheaters uh, is what, what their reasoning behind it is. I know there's some people that are going to be upset about this, but anybody that's played uh, stuck around with Gran Turismo for a while now knows that it's kind of like per the course uh, as per usual kind of deal. Um, however, the arcade mode, which doesn't use any save file kind of stuff, will not require. Um, so there still will be uh, something else. Uh, the other thing is that this is going to have full-on weather simulation. And this is something that was missing from the VR version of GT Sport, even the limited modes. This was something else. And I am super excited about the way he's describing this because they're talking about the the races sometimes. Um, they're trying to actually simulate weather and day and night. So it's not just like, oh, it just changes to day to night or changes to rain. It's actually going to like flow and have this effect and um, it'll change the physics, like the entire physics of the race will change if it starts rains, raining. And uh, stuff like driving through puddles or driving through rain will actually splash water up from the tires. And so, man, I can't wait to see just these little tidbits that I'm hearing here. I'm like, yes, like this is one of the first Gran Turismo's I've been really, really excited about in a long time. Nice. That's good to hear, man. It's good to hear. All right, we should probably move on though, because we spent quite a bit of time on this one. Yep. Uh, uh, go ahead. Uh, so, tax refund and send us another five dollar tip, man. Thank you so very much, man. We really, really appreciate your support. Killing it out there. Uh, we love you a lot. Uh, next news story though is Wraith: The Oblivion Afterlife, which we announced yesterday on Without Parole, finally has a release date on PlayStation VR. AJ, when's the release date? Wraith, The Oblivion Afterlife, guys, is coming October 7th. I'm super duper excited about this one, man, because it's spooky month. Where is he? See more spooky game cats. It's spooky month, man. 
We need horror games. We need releases like this. Uh, and we've played this game on Quest 2, Brian. Yeah. And, like, this is solid. This is a solid game. And I'm very excited about this because last year sucked. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there was last Halloween, last October really, really sucked. And there wasn't really much to get excited about as far as horror games. Uh, this game sort of went a little radio silent as far as PSVR was concerned. Uh, and we were just like, man, like if they're not saving it for October, then we don't know what's going on over there. Uh, and that's exactly what they were doing. Uh, so at the end of the first week in October, we'll be getting this for $30. And I talked to Andreas Juliusen over there at Fast Travel Games. He said, uh, even the PS4 version, the OG, will feature real-time shadows. And overall, it'll look more like the PC version than the Quest versions, uh, which is yes. fantastic news. Because as I said, when we pre I previewed it on Quest 1, you previewed it, uh, previewed it on Quest 2, and Dave, I think, previewed it on his Quest using a PC. So we all, all three of us sort of get different experiences, and I got the worst one. I think on Quest 1, it was yeah. just, it killed the atmosphere to have some stuttering frame rates and some, like, the textures and the graphics didn't look that great um and it just it it just didn't run all that well um and so it sort of ruined my experience uh checking it on quest 2 much better already i'll say that so uh so so good stuff man very good stuff and uh we'll be talking a lot more about wraith the oblivion afterlife as we get closer to launch uh just a couple weeks away Jamie out with the $5 yeah. tip says Gran Turismo 7. Oh, you couldn't let it go. Makes me imagine photorealistic <laughs> games in VR. It's going to blow my mind. Also, hashtag, hashtag tip train, hashtag hire AJ. Thank you, Jay. We love you. It's more about the yeah the the, oh, the physics. Anyways, yeah, I, um you know, Seymour uh, Spooky Gamecat says, wasn't this game bad, though? And uh, no, I, I don't think it was a bad game by any means. I think I think the biggest criticism I said of it was maybe like I think it maybe could it's it could be a wait for a sale. But it's spooky month, man. If I was in if I didn't have anything to play and I needed something to play on Halloween, I would or, or October, I would absolutely be picking this game up. Uh, if if you know you don't have any other options. Um, it's, it's got stealth. Like, I really like the stealth aspect of it. I, Brian, what I love the, uh, interesting tidbits you just shared. I mean, that's something that we didn't know before. Right. They're saying that this is likely more on, uh, par with the PC version, mm -hmm. um, which is, I think similar to what Blair, Witch was, yeah. um, and that looked fantastic uh, on, um, this. So, um, Yes, uh, Virtual Strangers also. Wes, what's up, dude, in, in the house tonight? Uh, and he says, nice, this game is a slow burn, but it gets really good by the end. I agree. It is a slow-paced stealth game, uh, but I love the atmosphere of it, and I think it's going to be even better on PSVR than, it, than my experience was with the Quest 2 um, because the lenses, I know the resolution may take a, a little bit bump of a bump at most, mm -hmm. but still, like you said, the dynamic lighting, the the um, all of those... The, the lens, the contrast, the OLED screen is going to play a big role for me personally, and, and that's going to be nice. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the, uh, so when we previewed this game uh, on a Gamescast, and I was like, I don't know, man, it's not doing it for me. Again, I was playing the Quest 1 version, but also I only made it halfway through the game. And so, and, and there was a part of me that said, I need to finish this so I know what I'm talking about. And the other half of me was like, fuck it. I'm going to be playing this on PlayStation VR. I want to experience this in the best way possible. Uh, and so I stopped, and I'm not going to replay it until I get my hands on the PlayStation VR version. And I'm yeah, going to, yeah. and then then I will, that way I won't ruin 
the scares, which I do know that the second half is much better for scares in atmosphere, story, etc., etc., etc. So that way, at least most of the game will be still be kind of fresh for me when I when I have to review it. Um, so I'm looking forward yes. to that big time, man. In uh, October, can't get here soon enough. Yes, sir. Uh, amen to that. Ah, uh, uh, I gotta talk. I gotta talk about some horror movies with you later. Um, yeah. But, uh, but first. anyways, next, uh, <laughs> but first we've got work to do Yeah. because Beat Saber, fresh off the Skrillex pack, has announced now a Billie Eilish music pack that is launching on September 21st. I mean, that's a couple days away. It's pretty, uh, pretty impressive that they had a back-to-back turnaround like that. And uh, I wonder if this is something that uh, is, you know, a trend that we're going to see happening soon, or if this is just, Oh, they just happen to have two packs, but, uh, and Billie Eilish, man, you know, I don't know her music a whole bunch. I've heard a couple songs. I actually like thought it was pretty decent. Uh, but I do know that she is like huge right now. And so I think this is actually a smart business move on their part. Yeah, this is, this is super important. This is them. You know, they've hired more people over at B games and we're saying, well, they hired more people. There's more people mapping, uh, tracks like where where's the where's the results of all this and now we're seeing the results of all of it Skrillex just came out now we're seeing Billie Eilish very soon after Skrillex and this is what we've been saying for a long time is what Beat Saber people have stopped buying every single DLC pack that's come out now they need to start finding audiences for each DLC pack you know uh, Billie Eilish fans will buy this Skrillex fans bought that they're not going to sell every single one to every single person anymore. And so this is this is the way forward for Beat Saber, and they need to keep doing this uh, frequently. Like we we need to see you know, like every month, every month another this is another current, pack. This is a current uh, artist. This isn't something twenty years ago that they've been doing constantly. This is this is finally like a current artist. Um, I think you know they haven't missed on every single one, but a lot of them. Um, but yeah, I think this is a great move from them. And again, back to the marketing thing. I mean, they have, she's got like six and a half million Twitter followers and she's tweeting about it. She's like, oh, my pack is, <laughs> right. my music pack is coming to Beat Saber and on Oculus Quest, no mention of PSVR. And this is just another example of Oculus slapping Sony around marketing wise. It's embarrassing sometimes. They but, own Beat you know. Saber. They own Beat Saber and Beat Games. <laughs> like this, obviously this is what they want tweeted. But Obviously. this is a good move, though. This is a good move. This will probably get a bunch of people to go out and buy headsets, buy Oculus Quest at least. And, yeah. and you know, I just hope Sony it gets their shit together by the time PSVR 2 comes around. I don't want to see them dragging their feet with the marketing. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I, th- I think they've got that all under control. And for any Bill- Billie Eilish fans out there, um, this will have 10 songs uh, from three different albums. When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go, and Happier Than Ever. It's going to be 13 bucks for 10 songs. Uh, I... Don't know Billie Eilish very well at all. Uh, I've heard a couple songs here and there. And so before the show, I just asked my Amazon Echo show. I said, hey, Alexa, play me some Billie Eilish. And uh, she played three or four songs. They all sounded. Hey, Alexa. (laughs) I I, I said it quietly, man, so that this wouldn't happen. Hold on. You need to also mute. You need to mute when you say that. No. Stop the music. Oh, dude, you're going to... Oh, my God. So many people in the chat are going to be pissed at you. You need to mute your microphone when you do that. You, you understand that's not how things work. No? That's not how things work here. Nope. All right. We'll see. We'll see if... Uh... <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, no, no. I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying I can't mute my microphone during this show. 
Oh, okay. That, no, I didn't that's that. impossible for me to do without, <laughs> look, without look, jumping through. It's already popping up in that, the chat. There's Zach Attack. He said, dang it, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I thought I said it quietly enough to not trigger mine. I'm sorry for triggering yours. <laughs> that is too you, fucking you funny. You cannot man. do that live on the air. Yeah, you need to unplug your microphone or something. Right. Oh, um, man. So anyway, yeah, I played three or four songs. They all sounded very, very similar. And I kept saying, uh, next song, please. Next song, please. Next song. And I was like, wow, this is like, I, I didn't realize. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I'm curious. Because I don't know, she's super popular, and uh, uh, yeah. First be- time I ever heard her was actually the GameCat meetup at Six Flags, and I was like, "Yeah, hey, it's a cool, cool beat. It's got a cool beat." Actually, their song was in Attica too, and uh, and I played it there, and it was it was pretty cool. I think it was called Bad Guy. I think uh, it was it had a good beat to it. It sounded cool, um, but yeah, good pickup by them. Congratulations to them. Absolutely. Uh, keep showing Sony how to market stuff. Uh, <laughs> we got Ben Dawson with the 10 quid saying, hey, Brian, can we please get a new best horror list in time for Halloween, especially with the new kids on the block, such as Layers of Fear, Blair Witch, and not forgetting Horror Adventure VR. Uh, yeah, Ben Dawson, I would absolutely love to do that. I'm trying to kind of get my whole schedule for uh, October lined up, trying to figure out uh, what I'm going to do. I want to make sure that October is packed with uh, awesome Halloween, October, scary, spooky stuff, and a top, top list would be great. Uh, so I'm definitely, definitely going to be looking into that. Uh, thank you so much. <sighs> All right, dude. I missed part of the conversation. There. All I heard was, I, I love Halloween and topless would be great. I don't know what you're talking about. What? we got to move on to our next topic. That's the important thing, man. The next topic is Synth Riders. What is the news of Synth Riders this week, man? Oh, man. Okay, so a band that I do know uh, very, very well. One of my favorite bands of all time. Uh, and that is Muse. Synth Riders recently announced that, um, man, huge, huge news. Let me get their tweet because they say it themselves. They say, join Muse on an interstellar rock journey through their, their greatest hits, including Uprising and a unique Starlight experience. The Muse Music Pack DLC is now available on Quest, but it is coming to PSVR on September 29th. And I've got some amazing things to say about this and a couple criticisms as well. Um, but I am super excited about this. I love music. Like, that's why I love synth writers because they get music that I really love, bands that I really love. I've seen this band live. They're super great. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm very happy about this pack coming to synth writers. Brian. Yeah. Talk music, to me. Muse is good. I'm not, like, in love with Muse, but, like, Muse is good. A- anytime I hear Muse, I go, huh, this is good. And then, but I haven't, I haven't bought a single album and I'm like not going out of my way to listen to them. So I'll let's just say I like them. I don't love them. I played uh, new tracks today and uh, sadly this didn't change my perception of uh, experiences in synth riders. I know, I don't, I think I might be the only person on this island by myself out there. Everyone else it doesn't get it. <laughs> everyone else loves experiences. Like it's so amazing, and I'm like, this looks like a bunch of fucking clip art that somebody threw together, and and just like, <laughs> oh, they said the word ship, and now there's a ship. It's like, oh, no, whatever. You know, it's, <laughs> it just it, to to me, it feels so cheap, and and I'm like, I'd rather just I'd rather just play the game, man. And it's like, you know, it's good that for, and I'm really really happy that I'm the only person on this island that doesn't care for the experiences because that means everyone else is enjoying them, and Synth Riders is doing the right thing. It's just not for me. Uh, I played I played the other tracks uh, today uh, on, on on Quest. Thank you to Pavel over there at Kluge Interactive to uh, who supplies with some keys. Um, Thank you. And and man, like the music is great and the mapping is great and it's a lot of fun as synth synth writers always is. 
Um, but yeah, it, it didn't blow me away or anything. It did blow me away, and I can articulate why, Brian, or at least the best that I can. Go for it. Um, first of all, let me just say there were five songs added to this. Uprising, Reapers, Starlight, Pressure, and Madness. Now, I I have like at least 50, 60 possibly songs uh, possible songs that like I absolutely adore from Muse that like songs that like got me through hard times and um, and that I just absolutely love. They're very heavy and rock and roll, but they're also very melodic um, and uh, just really unique. I feel like I feel like they're one of the best modern bands um, of our of this generation. And um, and yeah, this is the thing though of these song selections. I was kind of like, oh, like this almost scared me to where I was like, oh, don't go the Beat Saber route where it's like, I love this band and you add this band, like how they added Green Day. But then they added like this, this, these songs and stuff that were kind of like popular, but they weren't necessarily the songs that that really put them on the map. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like the songs that came after they got like everybody loved them and they got big. Um, and it's like, oh. But they didn't completely do that. Um, I think, I think two of the songs, I think two of the songs they kind of whiffed on here when it came to the mapping and just the general feel of the song. I think madness and pressure um, were not the greatest song choices for this. However, let me tell you about what they did with Uprising that I think is super super cool. And I don't know if you noticed this, but I've been excited about to tell you. This stuff that happened in Uprising with the mapping is the reason I love Synthwriters so much, is the reason this game captures my heart. Because there's a part in the song where it's talking it's talking about, the lyrics are talking about, uh, so this real quick, it's all like a concept album that's kind of based on like 1984. Um, and, and so it's got this cool theme to it. But, but Uprising has this part in the lyrics where it says, you uh they will not control us and while it's saying they will not control us it actually made me do like a puppet thing with my hands and like and I, like i felt it and the and that's the kind of shit right there that synth rider does uh synth riders does that absolutely blew my mind when when the lyrics match the movements that you're doing it's it makes this it like transcends everything and yeah that part i'm still i'm so flipping i'm freaking out about it because how amazing that was and i if synth writers can do this all the time and like kind of uh emulate what the words are saying with your movements and stuff that was one of the coolest experiences i've ever had in vr period right there did you even notice that when you were playing yeah, I love the mapping. I think the mapping is really great, man. I think they did some very cool things with the mapping. Um, it that, that's you know, it's it's the visuals during the experience that <laughs> that dragged me down. It's not <laughs> certainly not the mapping. I don't have any problem with Synth Riders mapping, ever. Yeah, really. it, it wasn't it wasn't the the experience song. I'm yeah. just mean like, oh, I know. But, but yeah, yeah. Um, that's the shit that like absolutely blows my mind. The the experience Starlight, not one of my favorite songs, probably, but but. You know, it was it was okay for this, I guess. It was a really popular song, but there's a part where it talks about like holding, and like it actually makes you like make the movement, like the gesture of like holding. Um, but that uprising one, man, to me, that made this entire pack worth it because like it's just such a song about defiance and rising up, and 
and like you know uh, fighting back against the man. And that's what I've always loved about Synth Riders is it has this kind of whole like anti corporation tone about it, like rebellious tone. I was I was really rebellious when I was younger, and and this game just has so much like. Um, like attitude to it and stuff that I just absolutely love. But yeah, that shit was so freaking cool uh, to me. And yeah, overall, because of the three songs, Uprising, Reaper, and The Experience, Starlight, um, which by the way, that you know, I know you talked about that ship stuff, but if you play that on like no fail mode or something and like actually look around, um, there's like planets like there was like a like a Saturn and a and another planet like and, and there was like lights and stars and comets and all this stuff is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, I still like I don't know. I'm not going to say I like uh, the other one more, but um, but yeah, man, I'm just as if you couldn't tell, like, I'm just super excited about this. I love this band and I love some of the mapping they did in this. I'm really, really happy because I think, I, again, I think your opinions on this reflect 99% of the people who play Synth Riders. Um, I'm just out there, you know, all by myself. I think it's, I think it's a good game. I think it's, I, I was, I was in love with it when I, when I played it at launch, and uh, that love affair is ending quickly. I feel like, and so uh, I think I need to get into multiplayer uh, to reinvigorate my love for this. And so if anybody's down to uh, to play some Synth Riders multiplayer to uh, to get me going, I still haven't played it. I still haven't played multiplayer, so I think that's what's going to pull me back in and make me fall back in love with this game. We'll do it soon, I promise. Super excited about this, man. Yeah, I, I definitely, at the very least, I got to recommend uh, Uprising solo singles track. But but really, you know, like I said, wasn't crazy about Pressure or Madness. I don't think they were good fits. I think they're too slow and boring. Uh, well, Madness, I think, was too slow and boring. Um, but uh, to fit with synth writers. And I felt like they kind of missed a little bit here because Muse has so m- it's synth writers. Muse has so many like 80s retro stylish, like synth wavy infused rock and roll songs. And I'm like, they kind of missed a couple. Like they had a lot of songs to choose from and they missed some, but, but it's all good. Cause that shit, like I said, the, some of that mapping more than made up for it for me. And before we get to our final topic of the show, which I can't believe it's got taken this long for us to get here, we got Jay Meow with the $2 tip. Says, hey, Jay. Hey, AJ. Remember Brian said that Beat Saber had better music? <laughs> Love it. Ben Listen, Dawson. man. Yeah. I mean, look, music is subjective. Um, so, you know, as much as I disagree with him, like, it's okay. You can like whatever music you like. You know what the great thing like- is? Is that you can own both games. That's the yes, great thing. You, <laughs> you don't yes. you don't have to choose one. They allow you to purchase both of them. Also, we got Ben Dawson with the five quid saying, "You guys rock." Thank you. You rock too. Thank you, Ben, ben Dawson. Dawson. You rock. Those positive comments. See more spooky game cats round with the two dollar tip. Says AJ's going to lose his mind when we get Just Dance <laughs> VR. I think was that a move game? Was that an original move controller game? I do feel um, like they tried to shoehorn move support into that. Uh, yeah. I think, or it was like, I don't remember what it was. Uh, Elliot C says, God damn, God damn it, Alexa's going nuts. <laughs> I think they're a little behind on the stream. I think so. Oh, uh, uh, so? but yeah, man. All right, man. We're going to get to our final topic here. Be- and then, of course, 20 questions. But first, we've got Ultra Wings next. Bit Planet Studios just tweeted today that in seven days, they're going to officially reveal the next Ultra Wings game. And that is crazy exciting. Yes, for those who don't know, Ultra Wings is a sort of early on 
uh, f- the closest thing that we ever had to like a flight simulator, mm-hmm. and I love it. It does support the HOTUS. It actually supports like almost everything, but um, but it supports the HOTUS. But I love playing this with the Move controllers because they've got the in-game joystick and all the little buttons and throttles and uh, different things you can tinker with manually, and it has great tracking. Um, and this game is just a super great flight sim with a ton of different modes and features. And we are seven days <laughs> from seeing the reveal of Ultra Wings next, which I can't wait to see. I'm super excited for this one. Yeah. Uh, in the corner here, I've got uh, playing most of the animated GIFs that the developer has shared uh, with the little previews of, uh, of the upcoming Ultra Wings next. There's going to be a focus on combat. Which uh, it's so it's so fun to just kind of read through the BitPlanet, uh, BitPlanet Studios Twitter account. You just kind of scroll through their feed, and you start getting a, a pretty good feel uh, about what the next game is going to be like. Because they said there's going to be a focus on combat, but they said also don't worry uh, for anyone who's played the original game and is concerned about the focus on combat. We didn't forget what made the original game great. And that is really, really reassuring because sometimes just flying from one airport to another, discovering the new airports, discovering the new planes was the best part of that game. Don't you agree? What was the best part? I, I had know. to say what's up to Dave. Hey, what's up, Dave? Seven. See, how, look how easy that was. Didn't even have to stop <laughs> listening to the only other person on the show. Uh, I just want to say, hey, Dave, I love you, Dave. Uh, what was what was the best part you said? Uh, for for me, one of the best parts was was just kind of like picking a direction, exploring the map, finding another airport, finding another plane. Uh, it, so like, so people have been a little bit concerned that combat, this new focus on combat, is going to ruin what made Ultra Wings great. And I was like, I don't think so. I think they're gonna, it's just gonna add to what made Ultra Wings great. Um, I I didn't find the exploration. Uh, the, my favorite part because a lot of it was just open water mm-hmm. and because it was an early on game uh, it, it wasn't like super detailed or these super amazing environments to like explore like there wasn't like this there was a little bit of sense of discovery like when you fly in the distance and then you suddenly see this giant statue like kind of appear and then there's like a city and stuff there was a little bit of that mm-hmm. but from what we know about this game this is going to have like 10 times uh, the amount of that, which is going to be really cool for me. I really like the progression and the challenges. Uh, I like the the mini games, and um, you know, there's one where you fly through rings. There's one where you shoot balloons. There's um, one where you even that god awful one. Something I liked, even though I thought it was terrible, I actually did like the photography one, like oh, yeah. where you had to try. It was I don't know how I feel about it, but but I did. There was something oddly addicting about it, but it was really challenging. Um, but yeah, adding combat to it. I mean, yeah, that's that's cool. I, I'm sure it'll have a lot of the other stuff. I want to see it add as much as possible. Um, and like we said, from what we remember, if I remember correctly, um, they mentioned stuff like 250 missions currently mm-hmm. in it, and like that the map, the world map, is absolutely huge. Um, so, so I don't know. Um, for me, I'd say the the progression, the challenges, the unlocking of the new ships, and and like the mini games, and and the the stunt flying. I mean, that was some fun shit right there. Like flying between buildings, uh, and and there was a lot of stuff. This was something that Ace Combat Seven didn't get right in its uh, free flight mode. Mm-hmm. Was that it was like there was not a lot of stuff to fly through, not a lot of stuff to experiment with, and kind of challenge yourself. Um, and this game 
uh, did a pretty good job of that. Yeah. Uh, it's one of the few games that really allows me to do the thing in VR that I really, really want from Grand Theft Auto Five, and that's fly, do, <laughs> fly or control a vehicle with one hand and shoot with the other hand. And yeah. that's why those balloon missions were so much fun for me. I was like, oh, we're shooting balloons? I don't care. But I was like, no, I do care because I get to shoot balloons with a fucking pistol while I'm flying around. And then, yeah, as you said, the, the photography stuff was actually really good, um, even though it was... A little god I remember i was trying to remember what the what the problem with that was i think i think the controls were just a little convoluted but man like adding I think any- it was just yeah yeah that and it was a little convoluted plus it was i think i just it was really challenging but i it but was. i did i did eventually get get through it. and you know challenge is good i should always you know um should always encourage like a challenge yeah i mean anything anything that gives you something i i feel like like incorporating some kind of hidden object game into a game like Ultra Wings, like what what are you doing here, right? But it takes this environment that you've created, it, it takes all these mechanics that you've created, and adds almost a different, like this gigantic different gameplay element into the mix. And I just love, I love when developers get to sort of explore what's possible within their own game like that. And so these guys seem really creative. And they've taken their time with Ultra Wings yeah. too. I know they ported the first one to the flat screen, and uh, and then over to Switch and everything else. But I can't imagine it was their full team oh. doing that. What's that? They have a flat screen version of this game. Yeah, I think it's called Ultra Wings Flat. <laughs> yeah, I think I do remember that now. Well, yeah, yeah, they'll probably. I wonder if they'll do the same thing with this one then. But, um, but yeah, I just I, I hope visually this one looks a lot more enhanced, a lot more detailed. I mean, we have. You've got this loop of some of these teasers that we've been given, but yeah, some of the missions and stuff. I like, I like the the, the combat, I, the idea of combat. And uh, do you think? Oh, well, we'll, there's also the helicopter, which should be really cool. Yeah, I, I love. Ever since like Battlefield Vietnam, I always loved flying helicopters in games from like first person. Um, do you think there's a chance we get multiplayer in this one? Yeah, I was actually thinking that uh, that could be a really, really cool addition. I don't, I don't know. Um, I'd assume that if I was like if I was in charge of making the sequel to Ultra Wings, that would be the very first thing I'd say to my team. I'd say the the first one was great; it was a single player experience. Can we get multiplayer into the sequel? Um, there's there's a part of me that just says, yeah, of course we can. Um, and it's that, but also I think I think the bigger question is like, what platform is this going to land on? Do you, do you think that because we don't know they said they're going to officially reveal Ultra Wings next yeah. in a week doesn't mean the game is coming out the week after that it could totally be a year out uh, they could be saying hey we could we got a long time ahead of us but we wanted to show you what we've been working on over the last few years so could it be a next gen PSVR title uh, well I think it's absolutely going to end up on there one way or another that's true um, I have a feeling it's a current gen VR game um because of how long it's been in development and how long we've been waiting to hear something about yeah. this. We've been following this for two, three years now, this it's been game. A while. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we, this was an early games cast with where me, you know, you, me and Dave covered this and, um, and yeah. And so it's just been a long time and I know the pandemic probably delayed some things, but uh, I'm just super excited. I, I love the gameplay in this game. Um, and and uh, this being 
basically a bigger, better version of the first is like exactly what I would have asked for. Nice. Nice. That's exactly what I'm hoping for. Exactly. You know, I don't, I don't think these guys can do too much wrong when it comes down to this. Uh, they just, no. they just they, need to make a bigger, better version of Ultra Wings 1, and I think that's what they're what doing. Do you, what do you prefer playing this game with? I prefer the move controllers. What do you prefer playing with? It's been a while since I picked it up. I, I haven't, yep. I haven't ha- even had it installed on my PlayStation 5, so that gives you an idea of when the last time I played Ultra Wings was. Um, Let me guess. 3D Rudder. <laughs> yeah, going. It was funny to go through their Twitter feed and say, "Hey guys, I uh, just apology. We updated. You know, we, we pushed out a new patch uh, that that makes the 3D rudder work in this new patch." And you know, sorry, sorry for the last. Uh, sorry for the bug on the last one. And I was like, "No one cares. <laughs> no one cares." Uh, yeah, fuck the 3D rudder. That thing was a piece of shit. Um, but yeah, move controllers. Move controllers. Move controllers all, oh, yeah. all day. Yeah, all day. Shock is so much easier. You just like click a button, like oh, turn the whatever, start it up, do that, whatever. But man, getting to reach out and like t- turn the key and then pull the throttle or t- move things, I don't remember, man. It's been a while, but I do remember the tac the, the tactile feeling of Ultra Wings One was was pretty awesome. I loved it. And again, steer, shoot, <laughs> you need to without yeah, yeah. without pearl hype scale. Or do you need to see the trailer first? You want to go after, go through that after the trailer? I'm in a seven because I think the trailer will push me up to like a nine. Seven? But yeah, but I'm in seven. Dude, seven, dude. With that, we, we've seen almost nothing. You know, like I don't think these guys can <laughs> do any wrong. But we've what seen if it? So much. We've, we've seen so much from the clip that you have running. All right, I'm at like at least a middle eights. Okay. At least it doesn't give you much room to grow, man. You're gonna be at a solid eleven by the time the trailer comes out. <laughs> good nice. hopefully they've earned it i hope so too i hope so too we got jay meow in the chat with the two dollar tip says that was a waste of two dollars i wanted aj to throw chairs um that was that was in reference to the uh the beat saver tip dude do you know what time it is <laughs> it is 20 questions time brian it is, it is 20 questions time i believe it or not i used to hate this segment now I like really look forward to it. <laughs> what have you done to me? <laughs> I don't know. It's it's not it's not easy. I do I do love it though. Big fan, big fan. All right, win or lose, I have a good time now. For sure. I yeah, dude. If it, if it wasn't for the chat, this game wouldn't be fun at all. So thank you guys so much yep. for being here and participating and helping out uh, whoever's playing. Uh, oh, sorry, tornado. That's your tail. Let me just move your tail so I can get some paper over here. Uh, I'm the host, right? Am I the host today? You are the host. I hope you have a game picked. Oh, do I have a game picked? Are you ready? Oh, everybody out there, if this is your first time playing, uh, just you get you get twenty yes or no questions to figure out what PlayStation VR game I'm thinking of. AJ is going to uh, be asking the questions and keeping an eye on the chat. Please give your suggestions, your answers, your questions, anything you've got. Uh, the only uh, the only two da- two stipulations are uh, one: if you guess wrong, you lose, and the other is you only have six minutes. I'm going to put the, uh, the the timer up on the screen from Timertopia, six-minute timer. Are you ready? Let's do this. All right, go. Oh, man. Uh, does this game take place in space? No, that's one. Does this game have flying? No. No flying. Is this game in uh, – does this game have full locomotion? Yes. Yes, it does. Full locomotion. Does it have zombies in it? 
does not have zombies in it. Does not have zombies in it. Uh, does it use the moves? It does use the moves. And that's five. Okay. Speaking of five, um, Hugh Giver with the Australian $5 tips. as Ultra Wings was my first feeling of flying in VR. Looking forward to the sequel, PSVR. Thank you so much. I had your cousin, Mac. Uh, is it... Uh, does it have aim support? Let's go with old Darth's question here. It does not have aim support. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, does this game have dinosaurs in it? Or I'm going to get that one in here this time, just in case. Just in case you're double dipping on the dinosaurs. Does not have dinosaurs. Dang. Okay. I need to. We need to. We need to find out the the the, the genre. Um, is it in? Uh, is it a puzzle game? I wouldn't classify it as one. There are puzzles. Okay. Um, and you did say it has move support, right? I did. And full locomotion. Okay. Um, <clears throat> is it a? Let's see. You said it's got puzzles in it. Is it a fantasy game, like medieval fantasy? It is not a fantasy game. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's see. Is it made by... Let's see. Uh, are there enemies in this? Good question, Wolverazza. Are there enemies in this game? I mean, no. No? Not not in not in the way that you think of enemies, no. Okay. <clears throat> it's got puzzle stuff. What's the timer at? Uh three and a half minutes. Three and a half minutes. Um is it sports related? It is not sports related. Yeah, puzzles, sports doesn't really um uh, is it racing related or does it have racing? It does not have racing. Hmm. Not sports, not racing. We're on 12? 12. Is it a horror game? It is a horror game. It is a horror game. Finally Shit. on the right track. Ah, uh, horror game with move support. Ah, uh, is it based off a of popular IP? It is not based off a popular IP. Okay. I wonder if it's based on an unpopular IP. <laughs> um, so, damn. I, I was going to go Immortal Legacy, but you said there's no, there's no enemies in it. And that definitely has enemies. Um, let's see. A, a horror game with puzzles and... Uh, damn, there's so many good suggestions. Have the have these developers made another game, a PSVR game? These developers have made another PSVR game. <sighs> okay, um, we got five questions left. Yep. How much time? You got two minutes left. Is it a game that I like? <sighs> I, I think so. Does this game have a lot of bugs? I mean, some. Like game-breaking bugs. I didn't experience any. I don't think that's been a thing that's been reported now. Um, <clears throat> is there stealth? I don't recall any stealth. 
You have one more question and a guess. One more question and a guess. You did a home run here. How much time? You got a minute and a half. All right, we have enough time. Says I, he says he thinks I like this game. I think so. Um, they've made other games. They've made other PSVR games. Uh, think I like this game. I'm seeing, let's see, Home Sweet Home Player. Well, they haven't made another PSVR game. FNAF hasn't made another PSVR game. Player Witch has made another. Um, <clears throat> 45 Player seconds. Has, but it's not based off a of popular IP. We've already done the impatient before. Uh, oh, my nose just got really itchy. Um, shit, I need something super. Uh, is it? Does it have ghosts in it? Uh, I'm gonna give you a free answer. I I don't think ghosts. No, I don't think so. No. No. But. But maybe, kind of. Get three seconds. Um, transference. It is not transference. Damn it. Um, <laughs> the funny thing is, uh, you know, I'm, I'll just tell you what it is. It's uh, by Wolf and Wood Interactive. Ah, chair in the room. Chair in the room, green water. Oh, that, oh, I saw somebody saying that. Oh, I missed that. I didn't oh, see it. I didn't see it in the chat. I wasn't keeping man. a close eye on the chat for this one. I um, saw somebody saying but that. See, but it has definitely has some bugs, but not game breaking. It certainly isn't like exorcist no, problems. No, definitely not game breaking. Um, ghost, ghost, but more like, you know. I was this close, you guys. I was more this psychological. freaking close. I was so close to that. Yeah. <clears throat> But Dang. yeah, you know, dude, it's it's Good it's try. it's like almost it's like October Eve. That's what like all of September month is. So gotta start Johnny ringing. No pockets. Giant no pockets was saying it. Man, oh really, man? I gotta I gotta great take game the... by the way. Yeah, I'm a fan of this game. You are okay. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. Yeah, when when you said you weren't sure. Yeah, I don't know. You said yeah. Dang I think it. so. Yeah, but I'm de I'm a big fan of this game. Okay. <laughs> Good, good. I can't. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to replay this. This is this is certainly going to be one that I'll be uh, I'll be streaming uh, over the course of October. Uh, I'm going to be streaming a lot of horror games during the month of October. So uh, if you're not familiar with this one, guys, go check out my review or uh, or hold off and, uh, and and hang out for a stream. But uh, but either way, you should definitely be picking this one up. If you need should... some horror games. This is an underappreciated uh, horror game. I think it doesn't get talked a lot about. I don't. I don't think Spectre Vision made any other games, did they? I can't think of any other games that Spectre Vision made. Any other PSVR games? <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, I can't think of any. I can't even think of any other flat screen <laughs> games they made. Um, just want to make sure I don't miss any tips. We got all you are's history. The game shrimp with the two dollar tips. As I blame AJ again. Hashtag fire AJ. It was a tricky one, man. I was really confident about that, and I was. I had. I had chair in the room in my mind, and and I just couldn't piece it together. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you guys. Well, thank you so, so very much for hanging out with us. Uh, it was uh, always, always a good time. I want to thank, uh, you know, want to thank Miles Dyer. want to thank Jamie. Yeah, I want to thank all the moderators and, of course, Sci-Fi Gamecat Henry. Killing it out there. Thank you. You're all the best. I love you so much. And, of course, uh, the person I couldn't do this without, AJ from PSVR Underground. Underground. Hashtag hire AJ. 
Guys, we love you so very much. Thank you so much for everybody who uh, donated in the chat. Thank you to everybody who supports us on Patreon. And thank you to everybody who sat back, watched the show, and didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there, and we love you just as much. AJ, can I cue the cat? Cue the cat, Brian, because I want to wish everybody a happy weekend. Have fun out there, guys. Play some VR games. To Cerebral Frost, to the top. We'll make our top 50, and I can't wait. I'm going to put that in a good spot, too. All you are is history. The game shrimp. He, all you are is history. Hasn't even seen the greatness that is Candy Love yet, Brian. What? Mark Doust, uh, Justin Cassidy, Imzadi, Guy Sunfist, up to you, Johnny No Pockets, A.K. No. I should have listened to you. Secrets of. Thank you so much, Mick Coles. Throw some shapes for me. Fargo soft. Uh, have a great weekend, friend. Old Darth. Um, you. Thank you, man. Glad you enjoyed the show. Jesse J, the Terra Mage Game Cat. Peace out to you, Gatos. Uh, <clears throat> LC two five five two. The musical game cat. The musical game cat. <laughs> uh, Stevie Dan, the solo game cat, big Muse fan as well, and I think it probably has to do. I think I think Muse is from his neck of the woods. Uh, if I had to deduce some facts, uh, <clears throat> flame hat game cat. Have a great weekend, friend. Et two K nine now. Let's go get you next time. And I agree. Uh, Zach Attack, thank you so much. EC13, the Diet Pepsi Cat Aftershocks hype on the 23rd. Let's go, guys. Ian Stanbridge has it right here. And he says, AJ knew the answer, but just didn't want to show up. I know, man. I'm too humble to get this one right. That's uh, not a... Had to give give Brian a win somewhere because he's wrong so often. So I had to help him out a little bit, make him feel a little better. Got to get his confidence boosted. Right, Brian? (laughs) All right, good I, friend. I don't All know. right, good friend. You. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't. I don't think humble is a phrase I've used to describe you ever. So well, let's go with no. Emily Baxter, the hashtag. <laughs> Speaking of not humble, Emily Baxter, hashtag game kitten. I uh, says I have green water, a bong in a room. VR. Uh, Dan Kiefer, DJ, the pumpkin oh, patch kid. Shout out to you, confusing game cat, Donatello scientist game cat. Have a ninja slice on me, my friend. Have a great weekend, Zek Lightning and Salvador, and all my good peeps that I love and cherish so much. You guys stay safe out there. Watch some horror movies. Get yes. horror week started. Uh, horror month started. We got to talk about some horror movies later, Brian. I, I heard. Yeah, I heard that we we're supposed to talk about horror movies later. Y- yes. Y- you want you want to just come back now and talk about them publicly? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I was, uh, I somehow, you know, I'm a big (laughs) fan of John Carpenter movies Mm -hmm. and I'm a big fan of Sam Neill, Mm -hmm. you know, Dr. Grant from Jurassic Park. And I somehow had never seen or don't remember in the mouth of madness. And so I watched in the mouth of madness last night So good, and it was dope. Yeah. Classic. Yes. Classic. Mm -hmm. And then I told you, you know, I texted you or something. I asked if you had watched um, High Tension, yes. which I think it's like a French movie, and it's called like Hot Tension something. <laughs> okay. I think that's what it's called. And that was actually, fun fact, that was the first time I had ever heard Muse. They had this song called Newborn. Um, and I was like, holy shit. I was like, I love this sequence in this movie with this song. And I was like, let me see what the uh i was like let me see what the uh what this band is who this is and it was muse and f- since that day i like fell in love with muse so good i've got lots of if we're talking horror movies then I- i'm gonna talk right back at you then because i agree with the secrets of in the chest as the empty man is worth watching i totally agree that was a came out of nowhere i'd never even heard of it and i watched it, it was a Ooh. fantastic the empty man is great um but the one that uh the one that i watched uh 
I think about a month ago. Uh, it was called Butterfly Kisses. Very found footage type movie, different take on a horror movie, a different take on a found footage movie, very, very similar to a found footage movie. Um, anyway, but it's, uh, it's interesting, not terribly, it's not super scary, but it had me on the edge of my seat. Really, really enjoyed that one. And then last night, uh, actually, let's back, rewind a little bit. About a week ago, I'd watched, rewatched Insidious 1 after, uh, after being kind of disappointed or very disappointed with Malignant. Uh, I was like, let's see James 1 at his best. And I rewatched Insidious 1. Turned off all the lights, turned off my cell phone, just like, it was like, I'm going to experience this in the dark, blast the volume, and it had been a while since I'd watched it, and man, that movie is so good, the first Insidious movie is so good, that even though I knew specific scares were coming, I still get chills down my spine, I still jumped, I still had a great time, and I was like, I I gotta do this again for Insidious 2, and I did that last night, and it was amazing. Insidious, I've, I've forgotten more about Insidious 2 than I remembered, like I... I don't know why I don't I don't give it a lot of love. I go, oh yeah, it's just more of the first movie, but it's not, man. Like that, the sequel is fantastic, uh, and I've I have judged it unfairly. I think I think I've always been like, oh yeah, it's okay. The first one's better. I think the sequel. I think the second one might actually be better. Good stuff, guys. If you haven't that. watched the Insidious I, series, definitely watch it. I love all four of them. I was a, I was a little underwhelmed with those. Um, they weren't necessarily my kind of style, but um, well, no, they were my style. But I thought I, I can't stand when a movie spends the whole movie building up to something and then like barely shows anything. Like I like to feel like that shit is stalking you the entire movie. Hmm. Um, and those are my favorites. Where 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 stuff actually happens throughout the movie, those are typically my my favorite types of th- uh, movies. Interesting, because um, the family even, in Insidious yeah. one and two, at least, like I feel like that they are like at wit's end. They like don't know what to do, and like they're they're every time they turn a corner, it's just like they, you know, they they got forced out of their house, and then they you know went to another house, and it followed them there. It's like I felt like they were totally stalked the entire time. Uh, so I, I to me, it feels like these are perfect for you. Uh, which is interesting. Jamie oh, out man. Jamie out the two dollar tip says, Hey AJ Brian says PSPR sucks. Now throw chairs, please. <laughs> what does that even mean? Throw chairs? Like like get, to get, get up flip the tables. Yeah. Like he's, uh, he's, he's, we no, want you, we want you to get a lot upset. of expensive equipment <laughs> that you guys have helped me pay for some of this. I'm not gonna do that. Um <laughs> The Descent, says Stevie Dan the Solig. I love the descent, both one and two. I'm a big creature feature guy. Um, Also, American Werewolf in London is like one of my favorite movies ever. Um, I know I made you try to watch that, and I don't think it got to you as much as it got to me. But didn't didn't love um, it. No, I had nightmares. I mean, it was that's an old movie, so I had like nightmares around that time. Um, For old older movies, I needed to have seen them when they were newer. When I was younger, I feel like going back to old horror movies. If you hadn't seen them before, it doesn't always work out. Um, But I don't know. Teach, teach his own. I totally get it, guys. We need to. We got. We have a movie section in the Discord. We need to have a movie talk <laughs> like, for sure. Uh, thanks yeah, for hanging man. out for another episode of the Litter Box. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. I haven't done a Litter Box in a while, but I just got maybe, a text maybe from we should do a maybe we should do a horror movie uh, Litter Box if, whenever, if you wanted to. I don't know. So we could talk about horror movies all day, and that sounds wonderful, yes. guys. Thank you so much for hanging out for the bonus footage, the the after credit scene. Uh, we love you guys so very much. Thank you for being part of our community. Uh, we love you all. Yeah, meow. Have a great weekend. This is weird. I'm going to end the stream and we're still on camera. Uh, bye. <laughs> there are windows. There are windows that keep popping up in front of the end stream button. It's going to happen.